Howdy friends and welcome to the Lead Your Career Podcast. My name's Chris Rader and this week's episode is entitled Delegating to Build Up Other People. Delegating is a challenging task for me, not only because I have a skewed perception of my quality of work, but also because I don't want to miss out on completing the responsibilities of the job that I love to do. That seems like a reasonable excuse, right? Right. Except for the way it surfaces in my team and that's that I can't let things go, that I don't trust them to do the work. I hover and I'm not actively helping to build them up. None of these are the way that I want to be perceived by my team, but my actions speak louder than words. I believe that we could really benefit from treating delegation as more of an intentional act. I also believe that if we treat it as the greatest tool in our building up other people around us toolbox, we may actually get pretty good at it. Let me first address the assumption that many people do not delegate. I don't believe that's the case. Most people do delegate work, but it's often the work that they don't have time to get to, or it's the non-glamorous stuff left over after they've already picked through the good stuff. When you do this as a delegator, all you're teaching your team to do is to pick up whatever falls off your plate. That seems a little self-serving. Ultimately, delegation is taking place, it's just taking place poorly. This article is not a step-by-step process of how to delegate. You can find many articles with a quick Google search on that. This article is how to delegate to build up other people, and there are four steps to help achieve this. Step 1. Know your team. Part 1. If you're going to take on the task of delegating to build up other people, you must know the other people. You need to know what makes them tick, where they're trying to go in their career, what skills they're looking to obtain, their current strengths and areas of improvement, and what barriers or hurdles are in between them and that next step. Step 2. Identify the work. This is the planning step. It happens prior to any work being delegated. It's you taking what you learned about your team and thinking about what's the most ideal work I could give them to help build them up. This is proactive as opposed to the typical reactive approach of just handing out work to the first available person that crosses your view. For example, maybe you have a team member that would like to learn the company's new financial system. It would be very beneficial for them to learn when you have time to teach them or when the project they're inputting to the system is not as complex or time-dependent. The alternative approach is usually a quick crash course in the system with maybe a YouTube link, a looming deadline, and a get-it-done mentality. That is the reality of some tasks that need to be handed out, but that's not delegating to build up other people. The identifying the work step is our way to be more intentional about seeking growth opportunities through delegation. Step 3. Verify the level of autonomy. This is the most important step of delegating. Missing this will usually lead someone to say that you don't delegate or you don't delegate well. You must both be on the same page of who owns what part of the task being delegated. In other words, what level of autonomy are we working with? In the LinkedIn article, I included a visual representation that I created from a webinar put on through lynda.com a few years ago. When I see both good and bad delegation fail most often, it usually has its roots in both parties not seeing eye to eye on what level of autonomy they were on. For example, let's say you found the perfect opportunity for your team member to use the new financial system and you had them set up a new project in the system. You're feeling good about yourself for helping them take their first step down the path to project management. However, You did not communicate with them that you were actually on level 4 of the autonomy diagram, and they thought you were on level 8. So of course, instead of checking with you before they act, they completed the project setup and invoiced the client instead of reaching out to you first. That's on you as the lead and the person delegating the work. You must make sure you're on the same level of autonomy. Feel free to show the diagram to your team, uh, specifically call out what level you're on. I promise this will go a long way to reduce miscommunication. Step 4. Know your team, part 2. Another common misstep, we go through the entire process, even doing steps one through three very well, but don't sync back up to recap how the process went. 
Was the work relevant? Did you stick to your level of autonomy? Did they feel empowered? What could you have done or communicated more efficiently? Would they like more or similar opportunities in the future to further develop those skills? Re-engage your team members because many people, when they're subjected to these new opportunities, may change their stance on what they want to be when they grow up. And great leaders need to stay informed. I asked two things of you this week. One, of course the next time you delegate out a task, ensure you're being more intentional about doing so to build up your team members. That's a given. What I'm asking you to do is to think about the outstanding work that you have to your team right now and match that up to the eight levels of autonomy that I included in the article. Be honest with yourself. Do you feel you and the person you delegated the work to are on the same level? If you have any doubt, meet up with them to discuss. Use the diagram as a starting point. The information it contains is not a secret. This will set you both up for success. Two, the next time you're given a task from your manager, be sure the first thing you do is to verify your level of autonomy on the assignment. This will allow you to better own the pieces you're 100% responsible for, which will allow you to better build yourself up. As a manager or team lead, you have a greater responsibility to your team than to just keep them busy and ensure the assembly line of work gets executed. You should be building up your company's future leaders. Proper delegation is the greatest tool in your toolbox when used correctly. So the next time you're choosing what to delegate, who to delegate it to, or how much autonomy to give a person, please be intentional.